0: Scary Mysteries, Twisted News, Michaela Garrett and Dale Williams. Terrifying cases of true crime and strange events. Every week, Twisted News dives into two mysterious and scary cases currently happening in our world. This week, we'll tackle the latest developments on the tragic disappearance case of a girl from California and the mysteries surrounding Dale Williams. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number one, Michaela Garrett. On November 19, 1988, Michaela Garrett and her best friend, Katrina Rodriguez, rode their scooters to the Rainbow Market in Hayward, California, near Oakland. The grocery store was very close by, sitting only four blocks away from Michaela's home. The two girls were there often. It was a place they visited almost daily to pick up candy and drinks. They parked their scooters next to the store entrance before going in. But on this November day, something different happened. When they came back out, the friends noticed that Michaela's scooter was not where they left it. Katrina then saw it out in the middle of the nearby parking lot. The so nine-year-old Michaela went over to pick it up. But just as she was about to take it, a man got out of his car opened his back door, grabbed the blonde-haired girl, and threw her inside. He then drove off and quickly disappeared. Katrina, who was probably shocked from what she had witnessed, immediately went back inside the market. She told everyone what happened and had the adults call the police for help. Michaela has not been seen since that tragic day over 30 years ago, and what was thought back then was that The family would receive a call from the kidnapper, expecting that this could be some sort of kidnap for ransom case. However, they never received one. The initial investigation indicated that the abductor purposefully moved Michaela's scooter next to his car. This would make it easier for him to snatch the girl fast and limited her ability to fight back and cause a scene. With the help of Katrina, police were able to create a composite sketch of the suspect, who was described as a white male somewhere in his early to mid-twenties. He stood approximately six feet tall, with a slender body and shoulder-length, dirty blonde hair. The car he was driving during the abduction was an older model, four-door sedan with either gold or tan paint. It had distinct damage found on its front bumper, but the victim, the kidnapper, and that vehicle were never seen again. A wide-scale search effort was made throughout the San Francisco Bay Area by the police, the community, as well as by the family and friends of the little girl. Her case was even brought into the national limelight where news media and TV shows like Unsolved Mysteries dove into her disappearance. For decades, police couldn't find any considerable information to help them make an arrest. However, in 2012, 24 years after the kidnapping, a convicted serial killer named Wesley Sherman Teen went public and confessed. Sherman Teen was one half of the murder duo called the Speed Freak Killers. He believed that his accomplice and partner in crime, Lauren Herzog, was responsible for Michaela's abduction and purported murder. Interestingly, Herzog did bear a striking resemblance to the person in the sketch. Unfortunately, though, at least in the figuring out the truth in Michaela's case, he had committed suicide while in prison in January of 2012. But Sherman Teen led the authorities to the site where they would often dispose of the remains of their victims, There, police found bone fragments of several other people, but none of Michaela's. So ultimately, police were back to square one, trying to find any shred of evidence that could prove who committed the crime one way or another. Recently, though, on December 21st, 2020, more than 30 years since their child had gone missing, the Alameda County District Attorney's Office charged and incarcerated a man with Michaela's kidnapping and murder. David Mish was brought to the stand in the Superior Court of California on charges of murder during a kidnapping. The 59-year-old is currently serving a prison sentence in Santa Rita Jail in Dublin, California, for the murder of a woman in 1989 in the Haywood area. Apparently, Mish's fingerprints were found on Michaela's scooter during the initial investigation. However, authorities couldn't identify back then the person behind the print until recently when an examiner took another look at the evidence. It also happened that witnesses were able to place the suspect in the area at the time that the kidnapping occurred. Michaela's family are now hoping that this latest development Can finally bring answers to the questions surrounding her disappearance. Mish is scheduled to stand trial in Michaela's case in the coming months. Number two, Dale Williams. Seldom do we hear about the crimes being committed in the small towns, the various nooks and crannies of the world. They can slip by the national news cycle easily, but they of course do happen. The rural town of Nucla, Colorado is one of these types of places. At one point in time, this town in Montrose County only had a little more than 200 people living in it. Basically, everyone knew each other there. However, in 1999, a mystery occurred that could forever break the peace of this close-knit community. On May 27, 1999, Dale Williams who owned and operated an auto body shop in the western slope part of Nukla received a phone call. The call reportedly came from a stranded motorist who was requesting some assistance. Their car had apparently died and was in the Paradox Valley, approximately 25 miles away. It was an irregular request, as Dale's friend, who was with him at the time of the call, said. He heard the shop owner telling the other person on the line that He'd bring the wrecker, but the caller explained that they only needed a jump. Before proceeding to the location of the unidentified motorist, Dale stopped at another local business. He had a short conversation with someone there. Apparently, it was about a job he was about to conduct. After that, he reportedly went to a family market in Nacharita, where he was last seen wearing a blue t-shirt and blue jeans. Later that evening, his wife Diana thought he was busy at work, which was why he wasn't able to make it home for dinner. But when it got past midnight, she really began to worry. The following morning, when Dale still hadn't returned home, Mrs. Williams filed a missing persons report at the Montrose County Sheriff's Department. Search operation made in and around Nucla failed to turn up any information or indication of the man's whereabouts. An investigation ensued, but that too yielded nothing. Then six weeks later, on July 4th, a family swimming at the confluence of the San Miguel and Dolores Rivers came across a shocking discovery when they found a pickup truck submerged in the muddy waters. The ignition was turned on and the gears were engaged, indicating that the truck was deliberately driven into the river. Moreover, the driver's side window was rolled completely down, a fact which made Diana wonder, because her husband never did that. The sheriff's office came to the scene to determine that it belonged to the 42-year-old missing man. However, no other trace or clues could be found in the vehicle or the surrounding area. Diana and the people of the nuclear community have been putting in efforts on their own to find Dale. They've been posting flyers all around town and noticed that the ones they left in the town's post office were mysteriously taken down. They posted more, but again, someone removed them. To capture the culprit red-handed, authorities decided to install a hidden camera, and indeed, they saw the person responsible. It turns out that years before the incident, Dale had a bitter falling out with a former close friend. The reason was that Williams helped the ex-friend's wife leave their home in Colorado to escape their very unhealthy relationship. This was done without the man knowing and Dale always remained tight-lipped of the woman's whereabouts. A month after this, the Williams began finding strange things on their property. Once, there was a torn photograph of the man and his ex-wife on their lawn, as well as 22 caliber bullets. The harassment stopped, though, when the police intervened. Almost a year later, Dale's disappearance happened. The man who ripped down the flyers was brought in for questioning, but he was able to give the police an alibi for the day of the disappearance. Meanwhile, authorities remained convinced that that the unidentified motorist who asked for help was the prime suspect in the case. Up to this day, no one knows who this person could be. In May of 2019, which was the 20th anniversary of the incident, the Colorado Bureau of Investigation released a statement urging the public to provide any substantial information on the mysterious caller or for any leads that could help them solve the case. So there were two of the most mysterious disappearance cases around. The world can be a crazy place and Twisted News is sure to show you why. If you enjoyed watching this video, then please subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell because every week we're putting out two new videos for you to check out. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you soon.